0: a disaster movie. I'm in quarantine. (laughs) Falling a grave if I don't stay by myself, but there's room for gatherings of two six feet apart under the stars i totally fucked that up <laughs> yeah a little bit it's okay i think it's I think okay good better. effort but keep it in keep it in you know <laughs> well that's your uh, covid karaoke <laughs> right now but uh <laughs> <laughs> for this episode of the mosh pit episode four are you ready for more michelle here with my lovely co-hosts yes that is plural because i've got kelly and Brienne has recovered from the corona or whatever the fuck it was that she had. How are you feeling, Brienne?
1: Uh I just would like to point out that I do not have corona. Um <laughs> I I had like super bad allergies leading into like the first week of everyone freaking out about corona so everyone was like joking that I had it. Then I lost my voice and then everyone was like, "Oh, you really have it." And I'm like, "That's not a symptom." Um, it's been good. Um, I've had this nasty cough that's hung on for dear life for the ever since, so every once in a while you're gonna hear me kind of cough into my arm. Um, but I feel fine, otherwise it's just annoying more than anything. And I have my voice back, so yay.
0: I'm still glad that, you know, we're in different states, because if we were yes. recording together that would be a cause for concern. But we're glad to have you back. We had tons of fun without you, but we missed you. <laughs> missed you guys too.
2: So much fun. Did you listen to our episode, Brie?
1: uh not yet I have been meaning to it's been on my Spotify list but I've been there's been so much going on like because I've been working from home that I find myself doing a lot more which is weird um so I haven't had time to actually do listen to any podcasts. like I think yesterday I listened to like six hours with a podcast I'm still a week behind
0: Ooh, wow look at you so productive I know I'm trying I'm trying <laughs> to stay productive There you go. Well, we have an absolutely sublime show for you guys today. After we blather on about music things and music news, we have a real treat in store, but that's not until later. So on with the show. And uh, as much as we want to escape it, it is everywhere. And I mean, we were literally just talking about it three seconds ago. It's absolutely permeated the music scene. So we're going to start the show with music in the time of Corona. And uh, let me start with a quote. From Love in the Time of Cholera, you know, you get where we're going here? He allowed himself to be swayed by his conviction that human beings are not born once and for all on the day their mothers give birth to them, but that life obliges them over and over again to give birth to themselves. And now, this, pro- this has absolutely nothing to do with coronavirus, but I'm going to make it work. So, you know, we're, we're all quarantined here. We're all quarantined. And, you know, we've got time on our hands that we didn't really have before, you know, despite a lot of us working from home and whatever. And, you know, life obliges them to give birth to themselves over and over again. So this is a time to, you know what, as much as, you know, we want to consume all the content that's out there. We want to, you know, listen to all the music. You know what? Create for yourselves. Do things for yourselves. Even, you know, develop a hobby. You know, put do whatever you've been putting off for three months. This is the time for you to self-care
1: right guys yeah i'd like i'd like to point out that we started this podcast at the perfect time because we learned how to uh record this from afar before quarantining was cool (laughs) exactly
0: exactly
1: (laughs) so like all of the podcasts i listen to they're all like our audio is shitty we're trying to figure it out and we're like nah we
0: got this
2: we got this
0: (laughs) nailed it
2: pioneers
0: but yeah you know um And it's not just everybody out there, but all the artists out there are definitely scrambling to kind of stay relevant now that they're not able to perform for us and things, but I I think a lot of them are taking this time for, you know, developing their music and um, kind of pushing their own boundaries. Um, But you know, it is definitely, all this Corona stuff is definitely changing the music scene as we know it.
1: Yeah, so um, the biggest thing that I've noticed when it comes to, like, music in the time of Corona is the fact that people, or artists' albums are either changing dates, staying the same, so th- this two of them aren't in our music genre, per se, but it's still, like, ap- applicable. Um, so Dua Lipa was supposed to release her album on uh, um, April 3rd. She actually pushed it up to March 27th, talking about how she wanted to get content out there and, you know, people are need in need of some kind of distraction or happiness so they're focusing she's trying to focus on that um and complete opposite uh lady gaga was supposed to release her album on april 10th and she has pushed it back saying this is a time to focus on our healthcare workers and you know this time of tragedy and how we all need to band together and not worry about frivolous things like music so it's completely opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to outlook on things and then our 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 men Uh, All Time Low have decided to keep their album release on time because they are on the same track of, like, people need to, you know, a distraction and happiness brought into their lives and they hope that they can help do that. So it's just crazy to see every, like, different artist taking a different, like, idea of how Corona is impacting their music
0: and whatnot. Totally. Though we will see on All Time Low, because we did issue a challenge to our listeners last week to make them release it early. I know we're only six days out. They've released, like, three a third of the album. But... We still have time for the rest of the album to come out early. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was going to say, if you just want to keep leaking one song every Days, yeah. days, I'm chill with that. You don't have to do a, a mass drop
0: like Beyonce. Like, it's cool. Yeah, I, I, I'd be cool because that's kind of like spreading it out because I've lost track of time <laughs> right now. So, like, it's like, yeah, something new every day to keep me, like, sane would be great. What, what day of the week is it, guys? Like, I'm not even going <laughs> to lie. Like, I know it's the weekend,
1: but I'm not sure what day it is. <laughs>
0: It is Sunday, because you know what? Sundays are for the mosh pit. (laughs) True. Very true. Hashtag. But uh, aside from album releases, and there has been tons of new music coming out, so we'll see how that continues to impact things, because we know New Glory has a new album coming out, um, and there's tons more that are coming out, but uh, as we've seen for the last few weeks, concerts are being canceled and postponed, Um, Thankfully, so far, none of mine have been cancelled because I hadn't actually gotten a ticket for anything in the near future. Just Sad Summerfest is, I think, my next thing, but we will see if that even stays um, on. It might end up getting postponed or something, because it is early summer. So, you know, if everybody does uh, stay indoors and, you know, like we should be, we can hopefully be out by the summer and Sad Summerfest will go on without a hitch. Well, but, it's, also
1: in, it's also, just to interject, Sad Summer is also happening in a lot of major cities, which is where yeah. a lot of the coronavirus is hitting hardest, so it's even worse because if they don't buckle down, like, New York is freaking decimated, and the New York show is located, like, legit on the river, like, really close to downtown Manhattan, so it's like,
0: uh, Yeah, no, that, that show will not happen. It's, I mean, it's, uh, it, they're calling it the new Wuhan, right? yeah. So, yeah, no, it's um, it's it's definitely impacting a lot. And, you know, the more that people ignore um, the warnings, the longer this is going to pan out and the longer we're all going to not be able to do the things we enjoy. Because, like, I mean, I know we all would have died if this had happened to us, like, w- it, at, like, our prime concert-going days, like, back in high school and college. I mean, I still – concerts are, are my self-care – And I go to probably at minimum once a month and it keeps me sane. And so we'll see how I'm doing a (laughs) month from now. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's... uh, I didn't realize that the last concert I went to was going to be the last one for a while, and, it, I mean, thankfully it was a good one. Yeah, Pride and Disaster, which we talked about on episode three, if you guys want to check that out, we're on Spotify and Google Podcasts now. <laughs> so, just plugging ourselves in our podcast, a little meta <laughs> for you guys there. Um,
1: I'd also like to say, like, I'm very lucky because of living in Jacksonville, Florida, there is not a lot of shows, especially... Not a lot of, like, punk rock, pop-punk shows. So, last show I went to of our genre was all-time low last April, I think. Like, Oh, I'm, wow. I'm very deprived down here. So, like, for me, I'm just like, They weren't, like, the next show I'm going to... <laughs> I mean, would you call that lucky, though? <laughs> I mean, I'm lucky now because now I don't, like, feel deprived because I'm just, like, used to it. But the next show that I have is going to be over the summer in August, I think. The, um, I forget the name of the tour. It's the one with Green Day, Weezer, and uh, Fall Out oh, Boy. Oh, Mega the something. Hella-Mega-Tour. The Hella Mega Tour. Oh, yeah. Something like that. So, I've got, I've got tickets to that. Um, so, but that's also in, like, the Jaguar Stadium. So, if anything's going to get canceled, if it's still going on, under, like, that lane of the summer, please, God, no. I, yeah, they would cancel that one because it's a huge show and there's maybe thousands of people there.
0: Yeah, they would definitely do that. Yeah, that's uh it's it's rough. it's definitely a it's a huge impact and I mean, it 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 not only affects the fans, it obviously affects the bands, um you know, as we will discuss. It, there's or as we've been discussing, um there's uh just so much is changing in the way that bands are connecting with us.
2: Yeah. One of the things I've seen a lot are live streams or Live concerts or just like acoustic sets that people are doing. Um, yeah, so, so many over mostly like Instagram video or YouTube or Facebook Live. Um, so there's like a lot of different platforms that support it for them, which is really good. But I've seen so much of that. And I feel like I'm surprised it didn't take off kind of more before all of this corona stuff started happening um i feel like it's like the modern like concert it's like we get to sit in our bed and listen to a concert but the Um, thing though
1: is that if you actually think about it most of uh, our revenue come from touring right so like like album sales like at the money but like their big money makers tour so the fact that they can't tour a lot of artists are hurting so they're trying to keep their fans enticed with these little yeah. like, free ones being like, when everything's over, come come to my actual, yeah. it's going to be great.
0: Yeah, and I think they also have the time right now, you know, to do yeah. all these live streams. It's kind of like uh, how the film industry is just you know if we're going releasing to theater straight and to, just DVD. Re- straight to yeah. DVD. that's what's happening in the music scene <laughs> straight, <laughs> straight to,
2: straight to dvd <laughs> yeah so something i've i've seen a couple times not like widespread but i've seen a couple people have um a sign up in the back of their live stream with their venmo tag um or like some people will do like a charity or something like that but um it's like, I, when I saw that, I was like, this is like the modern day Corona version of busking. And when I said that, Brian and Michelle were like, what is busking? I don't like know that. why I know that word. I'm not really sure why I know it, but it it's, <laughs> it just means street performing. Um, so when musicians perform on the street with like uh, their guitar yeah, case you know. open, yeah, for tips and stuff like that. um. So this just really seems like the modern day busking and they're just kind of performing for their fans and doing it in a social distancing way. Um, But I feel like that's a really good idea. I feel like it's a great idea for for artists to have some sort of, um, you know, way that their fans can contribute to them if they're able, you know, along with buying their merch and stuff like that.
1: So, I'm going to go off on a tangent super quick, but um, it's kind of ties in. So, um, a girl in one of the Facebook groups I'm in was like, hey, I was laid off because I'm a bartender. Um, if you guys want to tell me what's in your liquor cabinet in your, like, your corona, like, quarantine, uh, I'll give you recipes and here's my Venmo just for tips. And, I mean, it's <laughs> it's crazy that people are doing what they can in this situation because, like, so many people are getting laid off at of work and whatnot. So, it's it's very similar to this whole thing. A hundred
0: percent. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you got to hustle because you we're, the relief is coming a little later than anticipated and it's definitely not going to be enough for a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. I mean, for the last thing I saw was like 3.3 3 million people claimed unemployment last month. And I mean, I don't know in the, the numbers week, for befo- it was last week. week. That's what I meant. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Oh, and I don't <laughs> yeah, know the numbers it's, it's in general, sense. but I feel like that's a little high.
1: It's four times the <laughs> highest one ever. Like, oh, even there you go. The, but
0: I, I listen to a lot of political podcasts, so it's fine. Bring uh, in with the stats. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's an insanely high. They gotta hustle, I mean, and like we said, um, if it's important to you, support your bands in any way you can, and I mean, watch their live streams, and I mean, it's, it is, it is like we said, it's the modern day, uh, it's like the new concerts, so you pay, you pay to go to a concert, pay for their live stream, right? Yeah, and, um, you know, I mean... I, we all are working from home so we we don't have the spare time that other people do um thankfully we all still have our jobs but uh, you do get a little stir crazy um i definitely have been getting cabin fever music has definitely been helping me through it and animal crossing and uh, so i <laughs> so i don't have to listen to the music from animal crossing because that shit will drive you insane uh i i put on like a, a a nice uh, put-on-pop-punk's-not-dead playlist or, you know, all this new music that we've been getting. I've been listening to a lot of that, too. Um, and I actually in- incorporated my, uh, my my love of music into my Animal Crossing. Um, if you follow us at Marsh Pit Pot on Twitter, you'll see that I retweeted somebody who used designs to create album covers to put on their wall in their house in Animal Crossing. So I did the same. <laughs> and I'll post a picture on my wall. It looks really cool. I've got some All Time Low. I've got some My Chemical Romance. I've got Broadside, Nick, Deep State Champs. It's the Broadside, I think I said already. Yeah, Yeah, so, well, I'm really excited about Broadside. And you'll see why. Ha ha ha! Teaser! <laughs> what about you guys? Is uh, music helping you through the quarantine? Um, yeah, I mean... For me, I I edit video all day, so
1: listening to the same, like, especially, I edit video for news, so listening to the same, like, dun-dun-dun kind of music over and over and over again, trying to get the edits right, the second I'm off the clock or the second that I'm, you know, on my lunch break, I blast a playlist, whatever I can get. Um, I've been listening to, obviously, a lot of the new All Time Low stuff, but I... I've been, dri- well, not driving him nuts, but thank God for my boyfriend. He has been very understanding of me, just ran, all of a sudden he'll just hear it from downstairs blasting random music <laughs> while he's in the guest bedroom working, and he's just like, I'm on a sales call, can you turn it down? i like,
2: no. Yes.
1: I'm like, yeah, we need to pair a bills, so that's fair, I'll turn it down. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's been helping a lot. It's, it's a nice distraction, and like you said the the new content is really what's going like get me through
0: for sure
2: yeah same here I mean um me and my boyfriend are both working in like a very small space (laughs) both kind of like in our living room (laughs) working so it kind of feels like we're just like in our cubes at work and (laughs) I still have to use my headphones because He'll normally be on a call at the same time I'm on a call. So in that aspect, like nothing feels like it changed because I just put put on my headphones at work and like jam out to music all day long anyway. Um, so that part has kind of stayed the same. <laughs> but having new music to listen to does, I feel like, get me through the day sometimes. It's really exciting to have something, even like the day before or, like, when you know a new song is coming out, it, like, gives you something to be excited about. Um, I also, like, obviously I was talking about live streams a second ago. I have been watching a lot of those, and I feel like it gives me something to do on my phone other than, like, look at corona news, um, which is, like, great to have something else to do.
0: For sure. I definitely look at so much corona news.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I try not to because it gets me freaked out but um yeah i've been uh, the other thing i did was finally i finally ordered all time lows wine which like this that was like a big push for me i have wanted it for so long and the shipping was just like outrageously expensive so i kept putting it off but um i now have two beautiful bottles sitting in my wine rack ready for me probably this week
0: i'm still debating on if i should buy some I still have mine from the first shipment, so I have not touched them yet.
2: Oh. I definitely I know we should do a tasting or something and do a oh, do a wine review. I have to
1: order it. Okay. I like the yep. fact that you're giving me excuse to order it and spend stupid amount of money on shipping. You're welcome. So, yeah, <laughs> next next uh next episode we're going to do a wine tasting
0: on it. We'll see if
1: well we'll see if I can get it in time. Hopefully I can. But fine, maybe the episode after. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I'll order it today so that way we'll hopefully get here before our next episode.
2: Hey, you could pay the extra 10 dollars in rush shipping. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because I'm going to spend just as much on (laughs) shipping more than I pay for a normal bottle of wine.
2: Exactly.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope all of you are staying safe out there, social distancing as fuck, and letting music flow through you, and uh, relief. I don't know what I'm saying. but (laughs) um,
2: Clearly, Michelle is going crazy
0: obviously i mean michelle uh, wasn't completely sane before all this started fair yeah (laughs) that's fair okay yeah i'll I'll take that but um you know (laughs) whatever it's true i'm not gonna deny it um but that's all we've got on music in the time of corona i was gonna say cholera like the the actual (laughs) book but i'm like we don't have cholera that would not be great but okay I know, Brie, you don't don't like news jingles, but bum, 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 It's time for music news. It's
1: not that I don't like them, it's just that I listen to them so often. So often. They just kind of kill my soul when I hear them on the weekends, but I'll I'll let it
0: slide. (laughs) Alright, so for music news today, Kelly's going to start us off.
2: Oh, I'm going to start us off. Okay. So also, I mean, like everything is like still kind of related to Corona stuff. But anyway, Spotify is adding an option for artist platforms um, or f- on the artist platforms, I guess, where their listeners can actually donate to them or a charity of their choice. And Spotify will match the donation, so I think that's an awesome thing that they're doing. And so Spotify, I think, will match up to um, ten million to um, to listeners, yeah, that are donating to um, like music-related or like music relief um, charities, so like Music Cares and and those type of of charities yeah. and foundations. So, I think that's awesome.
0: That's awesome. That's really fantastic. Just another way to help in this time where everybody's struggling. Um, But dope. But on a finally not (laughs) corona-related
2: note. (laughs) Finally.
0: (laughs) Finally. Or maybe it is a little corona-related because we haven't heard from them in a while. So, you know, this was the time for him to finally be like, oh, I'm doing it. So, um, broadside has signed to Sharp Tone Records and released a new song called Foolish Believer.
2: First of all, Woo! I don't
0: think I've actually ever heard of Sharp Tone Records. I don't yeah, think I, I had, think had
2: either. either. Nope. Yeah.
0: But, you know, I'm, I'm excited, though, that they're on. I don't know. I don't, yeah, they were signed before. I don't know if they're on a, what they were on before, but I'm glad they're on a new record and moving forward with music. Um, Ollie Baxter, uh, the, the singer and front man, Um, said, you know, he's, uh, uh, he had, there's a quote here about the song. He said, when I was 11 years old, I would sit on the edge of my bed and look at the cheap Walmart mirror hanging on the back of my bedroom door and pity the reflection. I realized at a young age I hated being alone even though I was incredibly good at it. Now as an adult, I find myself chasing a dream that feels unattainable in hopes that I don't have to see what I once did. I pay my own rent, I can afford a better mirror, but the reflection still feels the same. I just want to be remembered. That's the moral of the song. And you know, I think you hear that in a lot of Broadside's music. It's, you know, I he's chasing this dream and people don't believe in him and he wants better for himself. But honestly, I mean, yeah, they're not a huge band, but I think they've... Uh, acquired a relatively good level of success um I mean I hear broadside more and more in, in my pop punk groups and everything like I I people like them and I I this new song I mean Ollie e. Baxter has a very distinctive voice so it felt very broadside and uh but I I, I really loved it it felt a lot like um their first album versus uh, the last one uh, Paradise that that was was that the la- name of the last album? God, I'm the worst with album
3: names.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't remember.
0: Yeah, no, the first one was a uh, 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 old bones, and then it was oh uh, yeah for that. Uh, yeah, that's the one that had coffee talk and all of those awesome songs. But yeah, no, it's um, it's it's definitely a great song, and I, I you can in his voice, like, what he's talking about and, like, chasing these dreams, you can hear the desperation almost in his voice of trying mm-hmm. to chase that dream and catch it, and it's, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Broadside, and I'm looking forward to uh, to uh, more new music. So, speaking of new music,
1: transition. Um, <laughs> All Time Low has released, we were talking about before, how they've been releasing new songs off the album, trying to get everyone ready for a new album release. So, Trouble is, is the most recent release of the, uh, of All Time Low's new songs. Um, I personally love it. I mean, it's not sleeping in level, but it's still, it's a solid song. Um, Alex, the lead singer of All Time Low, duh, uh, said this about the song. Duh. (laughs) Shut up. We talk about them enough, I'm allowed to say duh. Um, if you you don't listen to our podcast and realize the fact that we're just all obsessed with All Time Low, then clearly you need to go back and listen to all of our old episodes. Uh, Actually, so do Alec- it, because we, we need the listens. <laughs> 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 so, Alex on the song says, I also I also really like the subject matter, which is about these people who exit your atmosphere and then come back in, and it kind of rattles your entire world. You realize that you never dealt with those feelings when they disappeared. It's a cool topic and a cool bed of music for it to live in. He's a huge fan. I, I, I really like the song. Um, I played it for my boyfriend, and he's, like... He listens more to, like, rap and stuff, but he did like it. Um, he had it was a very interesting comment about the Melancholy Kaleidoscope opening, so I'm gonna wait till we get to that part, because it's quite funny. Uh,
0: but yeah, I really liked it. what do you guys think of the new one? I'm a- I was a fan, um, I- I- it's definitely not one of my top- Actually, no, it's probably, like, three, maybe? Uh, you know- you know- you know what it was for me? Um, it's not even that I could necessarily relate to it right now, um, what I like about music a lot of the time is that um, it, even if it doesn't hit me right now as hard because I can't relate to it in regards to what's going on in my life, past Michelle can relate to it, so it still hits me just as hard. or it Orf, reminds maybe, you of, like, a previous time? It, it reminds me of a time where it would have hit me just as hard, and so mm-hmm. I get, like, into that mindset, and then I'm like, oh, my heart, ha! <laughs> 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 so you know what like I, I mean like i've said it before all time low it they get you right in the feels no matter what
2: <laughs> every time they do i think i like trouble is i like melancholy kaleidoscope a little bit better me and me and brie do not agree on this point oh i guess I michelle doesn't michelle agree doesn't either. either
0: i don't either
2: uh, i okay. like it
0: it's, it's
1: not bad it's just every other song has been a banger and this one's just kind of like Eh, that's
2: all right. I like, think I, I we'll like hit
1: next, but I'm not gonna turn up the volume if that makes sense.
2: I think, like, after so, like, two things I think made me like this song more. The first one is the bridge. Like, I was like listening to the whole song and I was like, uh, mm, like, kind of bopping my head and whatever. And then the bridge came along and I was like, fuck yeah, this is I love this. I don't know. It just like hit me real hard. I love the bridge, and then that means I love the song. So that was the first thing that hit me and then reading a little bit more about like how this song came about and like what it was really about for for them kind of really like I don't know that also kind of hit me because we're kind of going through this really weird time and like you want to sing happy songs and whatever and like try to get through stuff. But sometimes you just like don't want to sing a happy song. And that's kind of what Alex was kind of talking about. So he said, um, he was kind of talking about like the dichotomy of the song, how like, it's kind of high energy and, and things like that. But the lyrics are, um, you know, a little bit darker. And um, he said it was written at a time where I was going through seasonal depression which he hasn't experienced before. He came into the studio and really like didn't want to write anything. And their producer was playing this idea of a fast song and it struck him this isn't where I am mentally right now. So this whole song kind of plays at that and like it's really energetic and upbeat and things like that but that's not how he was like feeling when he recorded the song and I think that whole message of, like, trying to pull yourself through a bad mood with music, I think I like a lot about it.
0: Yeah, I I can totally feel that. I mean, honestly, that's what I was going to say about Melancholy Kaleidoscope. Um, Because it's it's true. Like, I mean, a lot of the times I listen to music because I'm feeling sad, or maybe I want to feel sad because, for whatever reason, feelings I can't describe – and, uh, we're going but, through some shit. Exactly, and uh, but it's a uh, it, it is a a, a cool um, contrast between the two moods of the the lyrically and musically, um, but yeah, I mean it's, it was still I think as much as it's like, quote unquote fast paced, I didn't really feel like it was like a fast song. It was it was very more balladied like a uh, therapy type, and uh, and we all know I'm not a fan of therapy, but. Um, no, I mean, I'm a fan of getting therapy, not the song therapy. Everybody, if they feel they <laughs> <any> need <laughs> therapy, should go
2: get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anybody can benefit from therapy. But, I don't know, Melancholy Kaleidoscope just didn't, um, I didn't connect with it. Maybe because I'm I, I'm in a great point in my life, so you couldn't relate. But, uh, you know, like Kelly said, this is kind of maybe relevant for our the times we're living in right now. We're trying to pull ourselves through and be happy, but we're just not feeling happy. Because... Shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. I will say, like,
1: I, I have only listened to it, I think, two times. And, I mean, like I said, it's not bad, but it's not, like, my favorite. I, uh, so this funny story, this morning when, um, uh, my boyfriend was making us breakfast, I was, like, giving another listen through to the new All Time Low songs, and I had this one playing at first, and he goes, are you watching anime? Because <laughs> he thought the opening riff of melancholy kaleidoscope sounds like an anime theme song and I was just like (laughs) nope I am not so
0: that's my funny little story about melancholy kaleidoscope that also kind of was like do I like this song I don't know like so but yeah well regardless I'm still excited about the new music and you know we probably have some more new music to look forward to as we approach April 3rd the release date of wake up sunshine and um you know Alex has talked a lot about the all these songs because he did a, a track by track guide to uh, wake up sunshine on uh kerrang and um you know we've had a lot of songs come out but uh, he's talked about all the songs on the track list and i've got a couple that i'm really excited to hear um one of which is um the title song wake up sunshine um you know alex talked about how it came from a really personal place and he felt like he was kind of uh waking up from a dream in context of the last album and then that was kind of based on what all-time low had done before and wake up sunshine addresses that that they're awake again and the sun's up and they're starting anew and that's what the song for them is speaking to and you know it's also a message of things can and will be okay um and uh you know, he said that in this day and age, a lot of people are finding their validation and who shares their opinion online and screaming into an echo chamber. Their song is speaking to that and almost saying you're fine without that. And um, I, I mean, I love that. And I love that, you know, kind of that's the title song and the, the whole kind of, I guess, cohesive message to the album. Um, but, you know, I, I, I've talked about how bands have journeys and, you know, they develop and everything. And I've been... I think I'm thankful that I've been able to watch all time Low grow from the beginning and, um, you know, seeing them kind of evolve from the real pop punk boys that they were before to kind of a little bit more developed artists and then finding their pop punk sound again as developed artists. I, I'm really looking forward to hearing Wake Up Sunshine because I think that's going to really, really be an absolute fucking banger. And um, another song, I mean, related to you know their their previous sound that I'm looking forward to is uh, "Clumsy," because he said that if they you put it on um, "Nothing Personal," um, which was their sophomore album, uh, he says it still could have fit, and um, you know, it uh, it feels like it transcends where it falls chronologically, and it's part of the bigger story of the band, and it goes back to just literally what I was saying about the story of the band and everything so I'm really looking forward to that one plus I loved Nothing Personal and I loved the sound on that album so it's really that's that's a real all-time low for me so I'm stoked for it.
1: I'm a little annoyed because that is also on my we were all like oh we're gonna pick two songs to talk about it and then I look at Michelle's right after I'm like of course she's going first and she gets to talk about Clumsy because that was one of mine because Nothing Personal was probably like my not, not my favorite album but it like that's kind of where my brain goes when I think of, like, true All Time Low, like, because I don't think there was a song on there that, like, I hated. I mean, there's, I don't really think there is a song that I hate, just dislike, you know? But it's, it's very much, like, I graduated high school the year uh, Nothing Personal came out, and that was the year Michelle and I met, and it just was a really big, like, point in my life that I associate with All Time Low's music, so the fact that they're comparing it to that album, I was just like, Yes! So I'm super pumped about that. Um, and then the other song that I'm super pumped about is Monsters featuring Black Bear. Mainly because I've started listening to Black Bear, like, alternatively. Like, not in connection to the, the sh- this um, this album. And I'm very interested to see how this is going to play out. Because I, I don't think All Time Low's Done a, like art, like, a rap artist collaboration, right? No? I don't believe so. (laughs) I don't don't even know
0: who Blackbear was until you just said it.
1: Very good. Uh, he's a good rapper. He's, um, he's really, he's really good. Um, I can't think of the name of the song that I like right now of him. I'll figure it out later. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just very different. Um, basically what they were saying is that they had, they knew they'd written something special, and then the songwriter who wrote the song, was like, oh, I'm also working with Black Bear, like, I think we should send it to him to see what he thinks. So, uh, they sent it, and he was basically like, Black Bear was like, this is the kind of headspace I'm in in the moment anyway, so I already feel like I could write something for this, and it really, they said it really elevated the song and took it to a new, refreshing place that we had never properly explored before. Oh yeah, they said that literally the next sentence. We never really collaborated with someone in rap or hip hop, and it brought a lot of energy to the song. I'm
0: very, I'm very excited about that one. That just is like, exciting because it's a, it's definitely a growing kind of collab- genre situation. Collaboration mix, you know this uh, emo rap and pop punk rap, and so mm-hmm. it's gonna be cool. And you know, some and of Black the... Bear is also
1: like a very new artist, and he's like, like on the rise. So I think that they're going to help each other get the mute, like that song heard on mainstream radio, maybe. So we'll see.
2: So I would like to say Clumsy and Monsters are my two also, but I (laughs) think two different ones. Um, But two, okay. So, um, but about Black Bear, um, his name is Matt Musto. And he used to do, like in, when I was in, I want to say, like early high school, Matt Musto did like pop music. Really? Yes. Look it up. Yeah, look it up. I he. It up. Um, I'm pretty sure he wrote "Boyfriend" with Justin Bieber. And he all I okay, what like, like, don't, quote like don't quote well, me, don't quote me, but like know? I'm pretty sure I remember that. And then he also put out like a couple pop pop ish like songs. So when I, um, I like had seen a picture of Black Bear and I was like, oh my God, I feel like I remember like listening to him in high school, but I never listened to rap in high school. So, um, so yeah, that was really interesting. He was in Woe Is Me? Oh, didn't know that.
1: No, just kidding. He put out a song with a member of Woe Is Me. I read that wrong. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, i'm literally just looking on wikipedia so this is probably all wrong yep he co-wrote justin bieber's boyfriend apparently <laughs> wow then, what do you know? so that's that this guy, but this guy is great i like him so much more now
2: <laughs> so yeah that's what i knew i yeah so that i'm really excited about monsters also to um to hear that but The other two songs that I'm excited about for Wake Up Sunshine are January Gloom and Summer Days because they're kind of like a part one and part two um, type song, which I just think that concept is pretty cool. And I'm interested to see if they like sound like have the same sound, but like different message or they just sound completely different. Um, So, yeah, I think that's a cool concept and I'm looking forward to hearing those two.
0: And I mean, I think uh, with the just by the titles, January gloom, summer days, it kind of plays into what Alex was uh, talking about in Melancholy Kaleidoscope with his seasonal depression. Yeah, the contrast. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's it's definitely going to be a very interesting album, not only musically but I think uh, narratively, for sure. Mm-hmm. Brian.
1: Sorry, I was looking up more stuff about Black Bear. I got really into this conversation. <laughs> sorry. We're not a rap
0: podcast. We are a pop punk podcast. I'm
1: sorry. Okay, back to back to the pop punk. Technically, this is all all music, the part we're going to next. Um. So, I know we've just gotten past this, guys, but we're back to a little bit about Corona. Um. Basically, because of the fact that Corona is at, like, got everyone trapped in here. We're talking about all this crazy contents being created, like, Depending on, you know, artists and fans working together, um, they, there's a bunch of people, or bands, I should say, uh, that are making music videos based on your content. So, if you guys want to be in a music video, here's your chance. Uh, just like Michelle, who was in a Cash Cash, Cash Cash music video. <laughs> Hashtag Kohl's. Yeah, it was. Um, you can
0: see that like... scene. She's like,
2: she's easily the coolest of all of us except for the two hour long phone call we had when i was trying to tell her which cardigan to wear that would look the coolest
1: (laughs) and it ended up just being the back of your head and the back of your head is ridiculous yeah it is (laughs) um anywho that hair is
2: just undeniable you can't you can't think it's anyone else
1: So, uh, two different bands are taking two different kind of twists on this concept of having crowdsourced music videos. So, Neck Deep is getting videos from fans holding up lyrics. So, they're doing a lyric video instead of an actual, like, music video. Um, so fans are told to submit their, um... Their videos of them, 10 to 20 second videos of them holding up different parts of the song lyrically, and they were like, be very creative, but at the same time, keep your background, um, like, blank or whatever, like a solid color versus, like, crazy background stuff. Um, so if you guys want to hear about, or see that and try to submit your stuff, we'll post stuff on our Instagram about it, so that way you guys can submit your stuff too. And hopefully we'll get in there, maybe we'll do one too, who knows. Um, and then Blink is taking a different uh, twist on it. Their song Happy Days, uh, oh, I didn't mention the song for Nick Deep. It was When You Know, sorry. Um, but Blink for Happy Days, they're doing crowdsourcing as well, except instead of holding up lyric videos, they're having people doing ridiculous stuff, whether it's, you know, cooking, dancing, doing TikTok videos, like that kind of stuff, and then you can upload them, and then they're going to make a music video based on that for Happy Days, which I I actually do like that song, so that's good. Um, but yeah, so if you guys want to get some have, if you guys are bored because you know we're all stuck inside, well, it's a great way to, to entertain yourself for a couple hours. You know, definitely and interact with your favorite
0: bands. That's what it's all about, right? Come and besties with them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the dream. Be it. Be my friend. Exactly. <laughs> the dream. All right, our last piece of music news for you, I believe. Um, and this one, like really almost freaked me out real bad but state champs guitarist tony diaz is um leaving the band and state champs will continue on they said as um as a four-piece and and they'll get um maybe a touring guitarist to go on tour with them but they posted this announcement on their um on their social media the other day and when i saw just like text on on this um on this instagram post i had a slight heart attack and thought they were breaking up um too.
0: it was very misleading because yeah the way they like um they like started the post or the what the caption was
2: yeah, good things must come to an end.
0: Yeah, I was like, what? what? Oh my God,
2: <laughs> it can't end. Yeah. But then I kept so, bring
0: it up. <laughs> I, 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 my panic attack stopped.
2: <laughs> I know. Yeah, so it seems like they're in, um, you know, there's no hard feelings or anything. He's just moving on to another chapter in his life. And, you know, the rest of the guys in State Champs support that. Um, so, yeah, we. I'm, I'm very excited that, state champs will continue on
0: but sad that tony diaz is leaving
2: yes and his hair his hair is pretty iconic also (laughs) it
0: is it's pretty awesome well that's all we've got time now for you for music news so now we've got a surprise for you
2: that's spooky
0: yeah A band for you guys today, Um, we're welcoming College Radio onto the mosh pit. College Radio hails from the gloomy emerald city of Seattle, Washington, a four-piece mixing traditional pop punk with a Seattle alternative twist. With a recent EP out in late 2018, College Radio have been writing and playing across the Pacific Northwest. Loud guitars, big drums, and catchy hooks, and a Northwest vibe. With the most excellent live show that keeps you on your feet, College Radio is a band you do not want to sleep on. So, welcome, College Radio. Welcome, guys. We're happy to have you on the Mosh <laughs> Pit.
3: Thank, Thank you for us.
0: Yeah, no problem. We're happy to have you. I mean, I feel kind of feel like it's really serendipitous that we found each other, because our podcast actually began many, many years ago as a college radio show, and your band is college radio. So, um, to start off with, where does the band name come from?
4: Well, um, the band name came from uh, just a. It's kind of like one of those weird, like. Originally, I wanted to call the band uh, Growing Pains when I first was conjuring up this like uh, transition of going from playing heavy music to kind of back to the passion that I had when I was growing up. Um, and I just didn't think that Growing Pains fit the style of music that's coming out when the writing process first started. When this is, I'm talking like before everyone was super involved, when it was just kind of like making its baby steps or like just born... Um, I'm a big fan of a group called uh, Radio, with uh, has Jason Lancaster from Media Parade and. Uh, uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Weird, like I, I always see Radio. I love Alcantil Trio, and they have a really killer song called Radio. And one day I'm sitting here and I'm like, "College Radio." Holy shit. That was it. That, that <laughs> rocks. College Radio. It works. I went. I looked. The only thing I could find online was some DJ kid from like 2008, which if you do go to like iTunes or uh, oh. he hasn't touched anything. Awesome. It was pretty much here. Uh, we grew above that, and so you now see us. But that's kind of a I would say the a, a shortened or a long version of the name college radio and where it came from
0: cool I dig it um so so I mean so you said this with like college radio kind of started before everybody was really involved so how long have you guys all been playing together and how did you all come together
4: so uh the band itself I would say honestly I think the band came together when Taylor joined and that was uh last year around January but oh no no it was uh i would say october right of I, yeah
3: like around the end of 2018
4: 2018 2018 i i forget what day it is what time it is because we're all stuck in uh inside.
0: <laughs> we're living in the time of corona time doesn't exist it's a social construct anyway <laughs> it's a flat
4: <laughs> circle <laughs> but we were we were three piece before and it was we were just trying to get our our, our feet off the ground I had wrote uh, the two main songs love and uh, take me home and I kind of was like hey you know I'm starting this group it's called college radio and um, I had a friend uh, hit me up and we got Cody the drummer who also brought in a friend of his Dylan who played uh, bass and it was fun for that like small period but it was just like we had so much that we wanted to uh, do that i mean honestly a band is a group not a single person and uh i know taylor from a bunch of bands that we've played with together um when i was in some of my other bands his other bands would play with us and but he was a bass player and i didn't know a guitar player and uh asked him to come on and jam with us and we just instantly started writing more uh taylor has a beautiful voice and a great ear for just music so it really helped us push up And uh, recently we uh, uh, ended up having to switch bass players and we played on Halloween a show with uh, Evan and his band called Midnight Movie, which is another killer Washington band. So check them out. Uh, Another band to think about Mm -hmm. here. Nice little plug there. (laughs) I drunk asked him wanted to come jam with us and it pretty much was all history after that so i i want to say the band we were doing good but once we like started jamming with evan we literally it was like day and night like the shows we, we instantly started playing bigger shows it was really weird not weird but fun Is uh, when we started jamming uh boom we got like some of the better shows and the bigger shows and honestly ever since uh i would say december we've got to play obviously not too much but we got to play some really cool shows with this new lineup which i think is the lineup that we have right now so i would say you know we've been around but i would say this this year was supposed to be our year but we can we're we're doing (laughs)
0: it it still can be things are changing the music scene's changing everybody's going digital um but yeah no that's awesome i mean uh, as much as fans Need to connect with a band. I think the band connecting with each other is super important. And until you find that right little mix of puzzle pieces of humans, it's uh, it's not gonna take off. And uh, yeah, it's cool that you guys uh, found each other. And um, you mentioned your uh, you guys are from Washington. Um, I, in your intro, I said you guys are from Seattle. Um, and you guys say that you have your pop punk with a northwest vibe. So what exactly do you mean? Like pine tree, Starbucks coffee? What is it? <laughs>
5: That's exactly oh, it. Oh, yeah. it you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. You got it.
0: <laughs> All right. Perfect. All, kind of <laughs> All right. Cool. So um, we we listened to some of your guys' music. Uh, Shine On's your newest uh, release. Um, and honestly, I got a little bit of newfound glory vibes from it. Uh, but who are some of your guys' influences?
3: Uh, Green Day. Uh... As Gordon said, Alkaline Trio. Um, I don't know. Evan's got a got a weird taste in uh, indie bands or something like that. I don't know. For this, <laughs> it's it's mostly the Bouncing Souls and NoFX.
5: Nice. Mm-hmm. I try to my metalize as best I can.
2: <laughs> I,
4: I like but, the new glory. It's more like the just two thousands or just that old school drive through records yeah Um, like you know throwback where it was just not quite oversaturated where it was okay to not sound the best but (laughs) if you could sound the best that was sick yeah um
3: i was kind of a side effect
4: (laughs) stuff and whatnot but uh the newfound it's funny that, that people are saying that now is when i was a kid And I would sing, um, I I would get made fun of about that a lot. Like, I used to sing in a screamo band back in the day. uh, (laughs) And we could never figure out who I sounded like. And then that was, once that kind of was pushed out, it was there. I tried to, you can hear in some of the older, the the first renditions of some of the college radio stuff, I tried to sing lower. And Uh as the band progressed, my my singing voice came back, too. It's like, I'm a higher singer, so. Yeah. yeah found glory um you'll be able to hear we actually redid one of our songs called love and uh, we sing it in a different key and honestly it sounds a whole lot better but that you hear the difference in the song too because love i sing it in a very low monotone it's mm-hmm. you can hear the, the alkaline trio in that song alone a whole lot actually the first two songs you can hear and then you really hear the band come into its own and the, the next stuff after that
0: Nice, for sure, yeah. And you know what? Don't be ashamed of your Newfound Glory-esque voice. Because, you know what? They're super popular, so. <laughs> you gotta own that shit.
4: <laughs> we'll cover Newfound Glory eventually.
5: Yeah, no. People keep asking for it.
0: <laughs> but you gotta give the people what they want. Especially, you know, in this time. and It's the perfect time to blow up. People are looking for new things. I mean, we were talking about earlier how... You know we're listening to a lot of new music now because we're stuck inside all the time and i mean i listen to music a lot in general but definitely more so now that i'm kind of stuck inside and don't have like other distractions i guess um and in that same vein what other bands are you guys listening to right now
3: some of the new um New releases like uh, Belmont just put out a new EP. Mm. I'm like super digging it. Like lots of catchy riffs. Like they're one of those like pop punk bands with breakdowns in it. So it, um, I don't know. It uh, brings a really like kind of a like a new vibe to the music scene that everybody can get get down to. Um, I don't know what else is there. Gordon Evan uh right it the record
4: has <laughs> been really killer uh <laughs> uh the newfound glory their new record is actually sweet i i don't know if it's come out yet but i have I, I i found a way i'm trying to sound not like i took the music off the internet but <laughs> uh, i have found the, the record but my computer is so shot that I can't put anything on my phone. So I've been burning stuff to CDs. <laughs> that record's killer. Wow, real uh, old school there. <laughs> uh, there's a love hate relationship for Bayside right now just because of some stuff. But uh, we I, I love their new record. Um, that one's killer.
5: Uh, <laughs> nice. <sorry. laughs> oh, oh no, he's got that we not didn't, We didn't see that.
1: <laughs> He's got the Rona.
5: Oh shit! Oh, too so much
4: coffee. I smoke Halloween too. Um, I'm <laughs> over, and I'm over twenty-one. So, but there you uh, go. uh, the new Alkaline Trio EP—they put out a three-song EP that came out last week. It's really killer. Um, for people that are fans of Alkaline Trio, Dan's acoustic song—it's actually a song that he would sing live by himself from two thousand and seven. <clears throat> It was the first time I think that that was played live. I didn't know that until about yesterday. So,
1: cool. <laughs> is that your dog, Mitch?
0: Yeah, that's my dog. If you guys can hear a dog barking, <laughs> that's my little demon. My <laughs> cool. All right. So, um, you guys are still kind of starting out and everything, but what is your dream venue or festival would you want to perform at? i mean i know warp tour is gone so like that's it but you know there's lots of other things out there Four accord you know sad summer fest so
3: or venue, you know i'd I'd really like to play the showbox sometime i mean that's always a dream venue to play you know any local band in seattle like would just kill to play the showbox um Let's see. Um, yeah, like you said, warp Tour is gone. Um, I mean, it kind of had to happen anyway, so I'm not really too worried about that. Um, I don't know. Just like if there are any like other just like huge pop punk fest like anywhere in the country. I mean, like we would drive like miles, like, you know, I feel like it would it would totally be worth the drive. Like if it was if it was like in maine or like you know way across the country or maybe even like in a different continent or something like that, you know, I think like we'd totally be down to like you know play any like big stage we wanted to mm-hmm.
0: so do you guys have plans for tours in the future <laughs> coming well, up
4: <laughs> we uh we are set to put out a new e p out um obviously, the situation of things kind of decided to put a little like stabber in her back we we were supposed to be in the studio yesterday but um
5: you know you're we supposed to play el corazon the yesterday too oh yeah,
3: oh, yeah.
5: yeah, yeah sorry <laughs> uh-huh. uh, uh,
4: well it, supposedly as long as things go well we'll playing that show on the 21st of august
0: well, hopefully people stay inside and uh, we can actually go outside this summer and you guys will be able to play your shows. Um, but yeah, no, definitely keep us in the loop because if you guys end up, you know, East Coast, that's where we're all at in three different states. We'll uh, come check you out for sure.
4: We're trying to. We want to get out that way. I know Um, uh, there's a band out in New York that I'd love to play with called uh, Strange Neighbors. They're supposed to come out here actually and play if they're doing, it's like a... For a uh, woman's or I can't, that totally sounded not PC at all, but uh, <laughs> it's a really totally cool concert, uh, for a uh, female fronted band in uh, Seattle, and that was supposed to be going on next weekend, actually, and they were flying. Oh, yeah. Uh, super stoked, because we, we were going to play a show um, out of town and then be back to catch them play the next day, but obviously, you know, we're still sitting here, like, Pulling her hair out, wishing we could go to shows and hug our buddies and our friends.
0: Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, social distancing is tough for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, All right, uh,
4: cool. I think our cat is the one that is <laughs> getting sick of us. And it's, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so... What, you know, like I said, you guys, have, you said, we're, uh, you're starting out and everything. So you're, you've got, you, I'm sure you're getting a lot of advice and stuff. What's the best advice you've been given so far about uh, pursuing these uh, dreams you've got with uh, college
5: radio?
3: Don't suck. <laughs> That's, <laughs> <really> good. <laughs> That's
5: good. Uh, you know, uh, I used to play bass in a ska band, and I would get very self-conscious because ska bass is really, like, like all over the place. And I got really self-conscious, and I was like, I do not feel that I am technically qualified to be in this band. And the singer was my friend Jesse, and uh, he said to me, he's like, do you like Nirvana? And I was like, yes, I like Nirvana. That's a stupid question, buddy. And he's like, man... (laughs) that guy is not playing anything any more difficult than what you're doing and he got to play stadiums. Can you play Nirvana songs? And I was like, yeah, I can play Come As You Are. And he's like, well, that's all you need. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be Davey 504 or something. You just have to kind of think that you can do it and you can do it.
4: Anything's possible. I mean, shoot, we're a pop punk band and we're actually doing it. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah, you are.
4: (laughs) It's more more or less just have fun. That's the biggest thing. Don't take it far out of context. Um, write songs with your friends and do it like a garage band. That's what I, why I love this band so much. And it's I I have played music my whole life. I still I play in another band. And why I love like I played in other bands. You know why I love this is the raw garage vibe. Because I've played in bands where it's very professional and everyone gets along. Don't get me wrong, but it's a uh, done separately, where it's like, here's all the music, here's this, and then you all come together to prep for a tour, and then you go, when with, with this is just the, the actual writing process, the fun hanging out with everybody, where it's just like, sometimes it's not flowing, where you're just like, oh, I, 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 why can't I write this riff, and then it comes together, and everybody's parts come together, and you, you realize why you're doing it, and I think that's, I think the biggest advice I can give anybody is, don't lose that and hold on to that as long as you can because people just want to tour people want to i feel like and i don't mean to tangent on on this but i feel like being tangent away <laughs> it's a bit from what we used to do hence from those old days the early 2000s where we listened to music we went and saw music we loved music it didn't matter who was playing that night you had one favorite band but you the other ones that's it's going to that like This whole thing is like you get to enjoy it and have fun. And I think that's what music is really missing lately is these kids that I need to be popular. I need to be on tour. Like if I wanted to tour with this band, we would have done that right away. But it's like instead we stayed home in our team and we helped to grow it again. To help, uh, you know, go to local shows again, play as many local shows as we can without overdoing it but playing with different bands not being uh, elitist to this or that where we love all styles. We've played with hip hop artists. We've played with country artists um, because we just love playing. We love music. And I think that if everybody were to create and have fun and do it that way over thinking I need to be, you know, obviously, you know, you do have to sound good. You do have to somewhat look decent, but before all that, have fun with it. And I think that's what all the bands are lacking that you know some aren't but like I think that's one big thing is just have fun with it first and don't overstress on it and just play and the tours and the <laughs> other stuff will come eventually but, but having fun like that's the biggest thing tangent done <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I'm gonna, I'm gonna build off of that because I think staying home and like sticking to those smaller venues are going to be so crucial in the next coming months and years, especially because all of these businesses are going to be start hurting and whatnot, and it's going to take, you know, local bands like you guys to help bring back that culture and bring back everyone to the bars and to wherever and all the different venues to rebuild, you know, our economy, too. Like, it, it starts with everyone.
0: A hundred percent, and I definitely, it's a great message for sure, um, you know, I mean, definitely building your hometown fan base and, you know, your hometown connections is definitely key in your growth for sure.
4: It's like telling a kid that comes up to you and it's like, Oh my God, I want to get a tattoo. The first thing, I, like I said, I've, I've toured, I've done that. And I, you know, that's a, a question I get a lot is, Oh man, I love your tattoos. I want to get a tattoo. And I always ask, how old are you? <laughs> oh, I'm this age. I got a buddy that does this. Uh, just wait, wait till you're 18 when you can get it legally. And you can get it done. And you have to spend the money. And if this is in the music, too, If you want to sound good, you want to do something good. You do have to spend the money on the person who is up there. It, it's worth it. You know, it's. I want to pay the person that deserves that money because they have perfected their craft in both those worlds, like a tattoo artist, um, you know, an engineer. Um, you can't have at something. You have to kind of you know go at it professionally. If that's what
0: definitely. Awesome. So, I mean, obviously we're kind of at a standstill right now, but what does the future hold for College Radio? Selling at every venue in America. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Big dreams. I love it.
4: <laughs> oh, some of the, what do you guys think, Wes? What, what do you think?
3: Or if not venue, I mean, maybe sell at every bar we play. I mean, that's always <laughs> a good start, too. Hell Yeah. Well, can we can we talk about the the thing coming out? Yeah,
0: the thing uh, coming out. What does that mean?
5: Yeah, Gordon? You know the
4: movie with the monster. no everyone you talk about it, bud?
5: Okie dokie. Uh, it, we are very proud to announce we are going to be releasing an EP in the next few months. We have like one song left to record it, uh, and I'm pretty excited for that. I get to sing that one. And Ooh! So if, wow. some, yeah. At some point in 2020, you should be uh, getting ready for an EP from College Radio. It's gonna be like four or five songs-ish. It's gonna be pretty good.
0: Cool. We're excited. We're definitely gonna be your first listeners for sure.
2: Look out, Seattle East Coast is coming for you. <laughs> yeah, but
4: no, no, no battling. It's all fun. We come for hugs. <laughs> we don't want. We don't come for. Or high five. Exactly. Actually,
0: exactly. East Coast, West Coast love.
4: <laughs> virtual hugs and virtual high-fives until we're allowed to physically...
1: The elbow as, bumps, if you will. As
4: we're calling it <laughs> a, a solid Joey Ramone distance between <laughs> each other. Because Joey Ramone about six feet tall, right? Yes.
0: I yes. like that?
5: Sure. Yeah. I have
0: no idea what we'll
5: Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll go let, me, let me check my life-size Joey Ramone cutout in the other room. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay.
5: I
4: mean, well, both of you
0: guys are about that, All right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um, in the meantime, where can our listeners find you on, to listen to and on social?
5: Oh, you're gonna want to go to LinkedIn. You got MySpace. <laughs> uh, Zanga exists, maybe, and Tumblr. Um, Live Journal. Yeah, Tumblr we we actually have the world's only remaining live journal server and it's just <laughs> us and a bunch of black and white artsy porn um, and it's really bad
4: <laughs> we're pretty much on every uh, every streaming platform you could from what I, my knowledge from how the internet works you can find us um, like bandcamp is another one we're trying to put up some stuff uh, uh, at least for now because how bandcamps doing it I'm trying to throw up what merch we have what merch is on its way as well as uh some demos from the earlier days just so people can hear some of these songs when they were first like it might be sound weird but it'll be like from a phone where you can hear like oh shoot those lyrics are different or whoa that melody is different but now it came into this just something different um but again all our socials is college radio pnw on everything so if you want to if you just type that in on Twitter or if you type it on Instagram, you should be able to find us.
5: Yeah, definitely listen on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify
4: seems to be the best, easiest way to find us. And I think it's easier to find us now. Um, iTunes, type the song name in with our name and it will pop up quicker. Like I said, it's the algorithms. If it, our iTunes isn't as popular as the Spotify because people get frustrated mm-hmm. with iTunes, I think. I love them all, so no hate.
0: Well, if you're listening to us on Spotify, you can just hop right out on over to College Radio's Spotify.
5: Yeah, we're on TikTok. If anyone knows how to do a TikTok to do that, and then I'm too old to figure that out. Yeah, but I know people do it. It it gets into my memes and stuff that I watch on YouTube, so I know it still exists. And I know we're on there, but beyond that, it's a mystery.
0: It's such a mystery. All right, guys. Well, thank you for coming on. We were so happy to have you and uh, we look forward to seeing what you guys have in store. Um, Again, follow them on social at College Radio PNW, right? PNW Pacific Northwest. Yes. Um, (laughs) um, Again, thanks for coming on. Um, That's all we've got for you guys today on the Mosh Pit. So stay safe, stay social distanced, and uh, hashtag Mosh On. From six feet away.